But could you pay me in advance? <laughs> you serious? Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here. Now, thank you. How are you? Presidential than any president that's ever held this office. You big dummy! When you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Just have a regular conversation. I'll look at the uh, the wave and see how that All looks. All right. Um, are the girls back in school full time? Oh, you're actually yeah. coming through pretty strong. Oh. And uh, oh. Let me see how I Good. am, because I think I'm a little bit low there. I am, actually. Well, if I speak up, it'll level out um, fine. All right, cool. So we'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just... Awesome. I'll just... I'll just I gotta, maybe, maybe I need to get an, an XLR and a little preamp for you and have that work. Ah, uh, I see. So I... Um... Did you hear about those Apple AirTag, like, don't lose your stuff things? Yeah, is this... Is, are, we, are we doing the show now? Oh uh, yeah, let's do the show. Okay, so we'll start well from. Uh, bring that in. I'll just pick a thing. I'll, I'll pick a point to start on, okay. and uh, we'll go from there. So yeah, I've heard of right. those. So yeah, so because I'm a huge Apple fanboy, I had to go and get one, and um, it's it, it is like the technology is pretty cool. Like the 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 U1 chip in the iPhone 12, like it really does bring it to like, Oh, like it gives you directions. Okay. Like, Oh, it's like this arrow on your phone. It points over that way. And it's six feet oh. away, five, four, three, two. Um, it is, it is, um, really kind of cool. I haven't lost. I got the, the, for my keys. What do these, so what do these I, come with? Um, what do you mean? What do they come with? I they're thought just it was a, like included with something. No, no, you just, they're like 29 bucks. They're just a little disc. And, um, they just, you know, you put it in your bag or you can get a keychain attachment for it there. They range anywhere in price. And, um, so yeah, if you lose your stuff and then like, if you, you know, leave something at the park or on the train or whatever, here's a question. Can you like, say you go to, not that I, I, I would, um, it's not my thing, but say you went to like burning man or a huge festival. Yeah, you and who you go with could each have one, so you can easily well, find each other, right? Well, the thing is, though, I mean, but you wouldn't even need one to find each other because you could just on your phone. I know, set but up you, you like could. find your friends. Like, yeah, I like mean, like if it's your theoretically, kid, if it's your kid and you're in Disney World. Yes, you could. I don't know that I would recommend it for that. <laughs> okay. Um, because what's going to end up happening is cause it's like tied to your phone. Yeah. So if you, um, yeah, you put it on your kid. Yeah. You're going to be able to find it, uh, <laughs> it. <laughs> your kid, well, uh, yeah. but I wouldn't, but Apple doesn't, it, it's not 
pushing it as that. One of the big things that's come up is uh, people are concerned about, oh, you know, like stalking someone. So, oh, you know, you sit oh, in someone's yeah, bag. On your car so, and find out where but, you live. Yeah, but the way it it's working and I think the way it's supposed to work is that, you know, somebody, you know, slips one of these in your bag and it's not like yours, Mm. then after a certain amount of time, it's going to start beeping and alert you that, Hey, there's an air tag that's kind of following you around. That's not yours. So, and I've been seeing, um, you know, articles about this thing going back and forth about how it doesn't alert the person soon enough or it's not good it's 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 a really interesting kind of debate and it'll be interesting to see how apple adjusts that kind of timing well i mean if you're supposed to use it for inanimate objects there's no harm in it starting to beep immediately right I mean, it's 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 so interesting because, you know, the minute something like this comes out, Apple says, yeah, this is what you do. You throw it in your luggage, throw it on your keys. Mm. You know, um, it's a it's a find my stuff. It's not a theft deterrent. Right. It's not a kid finder. Um, but everybody immediately goes to, oh, let's look at the ways that, you know, assholes are going to use it. Well, I mean, and which is which is perfectly fine. And, yeah. and the th- it's. You know, Apple took steps to sort of counteract that and and deal with that while still maintaining its its ability to do what it's originally designed for. And there's always going to be, you know, instances where people go, well, that's not enough that they're not doing enough. They're not doing enough. It doesn't alert someone sooner. It's it's really kind of interesting because it's also like, well, what if I lend someone my car? Mm-hmm. and they're using my keys. So now their phone is going to just keep popping up these alerts saying, hey, there's an AirTag tracker kind of tracking you. And they're going to keep getting this this alert. So, I mean, there's like there's there's some balance in there that I think <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think that Apple is a, a big target for this kind of thing, because I don't remember hearing about any of this type of thing when those tile things came out, um, which basically does the same thing. It'll yeah. track your stuff, but that the network's not as broad, like those ping off of other tile devices. So the more tile devices that are out there, the, the better they're going to be at right, helping right. find your stuff. Apple's is using um, other Apple devices. So, I mean, you'll never know that an AirTag is around helping someone find their stuff, but it's going to ping off your Apple device because that's how it's designed. That's what it's going to do. And there's like a billion Apple devices out there. So, um, so it works a little bit differently than Tile. Uh, but it's a, it's a really, it's a kind of, I don't know, it's been like an interesting thing. And Tile's not going to let you know that, um, at least I don't believe it does, you know, if someone puts a tile device in your bag without you knowing and wants to follow you around, that's, I don't believe that that alerts you, you know, that it's there. Mm. So, so it's um, really kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, and I've just sort of like, you know, thrown my keys in the yard to see how <laughs> well, it lets me just sort of, you know, find them and stuff like that. So, um, but it knows kind of like when you're home. So like if I go out for a walk and I'm like two miles away and I'm like, it, you know, go, Oh, Hey, where are my keys? You know, it, it's almost just kind of like, yeah, asshole, you left your keys at home. So, uh. so it kind of, no. So I haven't tried to lose anything yet. Okay. So, so yeah, it'll, uh, it's a, uh, but it's a, uh, it's an interesting technology, you know, Apple's spin on a technology that's been around. So, um, yeah. So I'll be curious to see what adjustments they make to the sort of anti-stocking functions of it all. Mm. So, but um, yeah. So that's, um, that's that. So uh, let's talk about the bad batch. Well, hold on, hold on. I got, oh, okay. I got, I got, I got something that I was looking at. So I was looking at Apple watch bands. Just okay. Because, right. Yeah. What the fuck is up with that? What do you mean? There are some Apple Watch bands that cost as bands, leather straps. Yeah. Right? Just just a, a, a piece of leather made to look nice to fit on the watch with the fittings. Yep. yep. There are some that cost as much as the goddamn watch. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck some you. of the designer ones out there. Yeah, most definitely. And it's, it's you know, it's... That's always going to happen with it's Apple idiotic. stuff. I'm, I'm always, sorry. Yeah. That's but just then there are some absolutely that, stupid. Then there are some that you can get that are like, you know, $9. Yeah. Yeah. But who is going to look at, I mean, uh, honestly, 95% of the people out there are going to look at somebody. And if they even recognize that it's this designer that uh, that most people have never heard of with the strands. Huh? Yeah, the the is it Hermes or Hermes? See, I don't know. And you're not sure either. So Yeah, no. Well, I've heard of them. I'm just never sure how to pronounce but it. But if I you recognize it on somebody's wrist, your reaction isn't gonna be, oh neat, let me see. It's gonna be like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> right? Because why? Do you have that much money that that's what you need to buy with it? Some people do. I it's know, I know. Crazy. Yeah. But it's such a small, it's not a fucking ruby or a diamond. I mean, come on. Makes no sense. You could buy another watch, a whole other watch for the yeah. price of a piece of leather. Yep. I, I just, I just saw that. Oh, it's insane. I'm like, yeah. Wow. Fucking wow. <laughs> it just it was just it was it was it's, it's, it was just one of those things where i'm like yeah hey remember when when apple tried to sell you a thousand dollars stand for your screen that should have already come with it remember that yeah i um i did get i usually if i buy a replacement uh wristband i'll just go to amazon and get one of the, like the ten dollar ones but mm. one of the ones i did buy from apple was just sort of like the one piece loop that kind of you know that oh, just, yeah. you, know, you have to find like the right size for it right. so i got that i wore that for a little while and i'd like it was just like the littlest bit it felt like it was like the littlest bit um it got a little bit loose okay so and okay. just like 
So I dug out one of my old original bands and I swapped it out. Yeah. And um, like I'm wearing now, I'm wearing just like the original band that came with my watch to see if just leaving that, you know, single loop one out for a while to see if it sort of gets its like sort of shape back. Mm. It sort of comes together a little bit. So sometime next week I'll, I'll try and see if, um, if it's snug again, or if it just sort of stretches and stays a little stretched. So, but um, otherwise I just, I don't do much with bands. When I got, the new watch i was like this close to getting the red watch mm. and i was just like now nah, fuck it just like basic just <laughs> stick with the basic black so and then i was just like oh but the blue looks really cool too but i've got like the blue phone and the blue case so i'm just like don't be that asshole because i'm almost that asshole uh, okay so, I, I i think it's i i think like it's it's okay to approach being that asshole but you know don't be that asshole hmm. there are plenty of other aspects of my life where let's be honest i'm that asshole <laughs> okay yeah it's it's that self-awareness that i'm proud of <laughs> oh. anyway That's That's right yeah thanks thanks hey happy mother's day to all the mothers out there except one but you know everybody else have a great yeah, well, time maybe, tomorrow maybe more than one but <laughs> specifically one yeah specifically not you know everybody else does a you know there's a level of hey happy mother's day out there but you know yeah. one can just but not you not you <laughs> you the one that's not listening or is hate I, listening we're not yeah sure. who knows yeah. so hey um, hey hey dog i get it you exist <laughs> i'll let the little one bark that's fine all right yeah now that's now we'll segue from little ones into bad batch into Bad Batch, yes. Fuck that um, show. Really? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I um. So we'll just shout out spoilers here, folks, that we're going to spoil the hell out of this show. Yeah, even though um, there's nothing really spoilery in the first couple. I think. I think in the the only spoilery thing is the uh, the Caleb Doom thing at the beginning of the first episode. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was it was a nice little um, I wouldn't go so far as to call it fan service, but it was a nice place to start this series, like right at Order 66. And much like the last couple of episodes of Clone Wars, when um, they did that, you know, that order 66 stuff yeah it's really fertile ground for them to you know pick up and inject parts of the story and that's one thing that i think that uh dave filoni and all the folks doing star wars stuff now um is just being able to find story like places and little pockets to fit stories and this is a great place for them to start bad batch where you've got tarkin talk you know kind of thinking about well you know are the clones too expensive should we just get raw recruits like you know when looking at what ends up happening with i mean we know what ends up happening but watching that develop is um is really is a really I think fertile ground. Um, I thought the second episode was a little weaker. Well, yeah. than the first, but I mean, you gotta, you gotta set up how difficult it is going to be for these guys that all look the same to, um, 
travel around. Yeah. And it was and, nice to revisit that. Let's just call this what this is. This is Clone Wars Season 8. This what? This is Clone Wars Season 8. Yeah. It's the same style. It's the same characters. We're revisiting old places from there. And they yeah. just can't call it Clone Wars because the Clone Wars are over. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Um, I think it was funny. I saw an article this morning that said, oh, the big reveal about Omega in the, in the second episode of Bad Batch and blah, blah, blah. So I'm just like, what? big reveal because yeah we watched it and peter and i were just like you know i'm really curious to see aside from her just being a girl clone right um what's gonna make her special yeah what's her what's her special yeah you know, what's her special her power or for lack of a better word like what's her oh it's her um, it's her it's her um her ability through the genetic uh mutation or whatever yeah, but yeah, what what is it? Yeah. So, and this is the first girl clone that we've ever seen. That's the only. Yeah. Because Out of she wasn't hundreds part of thousands of millions. Well, because you yeah. can manipulate that. I mean, yeah. So someone added a little bit of, you know, mm. sugar and spice and everything nice, I yeah. guess. <laughs> so, I mean, it seems like there's some stuff that they that the Kaminoans would um, specifically turn on and off. Um, right. One thing that doesn't seem to be specific to the clones is hair color. So her being blonde really doesn't matter, but eye color is definitely something so that they all, you know, look the same facial right. wise. Yeah. Um, Cause you can turn, you, you could probably at the, I mean, at that fantasy level of cloning set height, you know, body type when they're grown up, turn off and right. genetic deficiencies and, 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 and proclivity for diseases and all that stuff. And absolutely gender is the first thing they would tick off and be like, nope, boy. Right. So, but she's so also a medical assistant. She's not part of, you know, it's like when you're making cookies for, for a, a bake sale and you made a couple for yourself. They made one for themselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see like what, um, but like all the bad batch have got their specialties and stuff. So it's going yeah. to be really interesting to see what her specialty is. I thought it like there might be something with the little stone thing that she wore on her forehead, but that's just off now. And I don't know if that was her just sort of, you know, leaving the old life and that you know, was to, match, to her new life. That was to match the, the, the Kaminoan that she worked with. They had the same, they had the same oh, okay. decoration. No, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. yeah. So, Oh, Lama Sue. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what they do with her, uh, in addition to her sort of being like, like, you know, doing the, oh, we've got a kid who needs to go do something stupid kid wise. And then they have right. to save her. And so um, I'm hoping that we don't see much of that much in the same way as I, I hope that this isn't going to be like a mission of the week sort of thing. It'll be, I, I'm really curious to see where they go story-wise with this you it know seems like from the trailer and all that it seems like we're we're looking at an on the run scenario like yeah. they're being hunted and and omega shouldn't really omega shouldn't be uh, a grogu because god forbid 
you know, that's retreaded. It's been done. Right. You know, um, nobody, nobody wants to see that again and again in, in things as like, oh, this is what we do now. So, and, uh, I'll be curious to see when they incorporate like a droid onto the team. hmm. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. Because typically there's like a droid in the team. And I thought that medical droid was going to somehow find its way to them um, when they left Camino. Well, I mean, to be fair, Echo is part droid. He's got that link on his arm that that all the the R2s have. So they don't really need one. That's true. However, I do need to point out uh, the most horrifying thing I have ever seen in a Star Wars movie or TV show. What the absolute made me like, oh god, I hate them now. Was when that <laughs> Imperial R2 sounded the alarm in the in, when it spied Omega. Oh, yeah, and it just freaked the fuck out. That was the scariest noise. <laughs> I didn't expect that, I didn't know they could make that noise. But it sounded like all the regular R2 alert noises and a goat screaming in the middle of it all. It was, it was, it was horrifying. Like I hated R2s for a little bit, but it worked. (laughs) It gets everybody's attention. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. I am. I am happy that, that they toned down Wrecker. Wrecker was a little yeah. too much the thing from Fantastic Four. Yeah, seriously. I yeah, like everything. I just I just want to smash. It's just like, dude, God, like Yeah, we get it. Yeah. No, <laughs> just less coffee for you. Okay. Yeah. But that's that was the one thing that I'm like, I don't know about this. Cause he's he's a little much. Yeah. And and the slimy one, crosshair. It's good. He stayed slimy. He's like a snake. They really, yeah. he's done a great job with the voice. Um, yeah, it's like one guy doing all the voices. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just, because I was like waiting. Yes, I, I watched the second episode yesterday, and you look at the cast, and it's just like it's just the bad guy. Bradley Baker. Bad guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what we're doing. So, you know. <clears throat> That's, uh, I thought that was, uh, that's awesome. Great for, great for him. Yeah. Um, I, I still have some issues with Hunter looking like, you know, Rambo. Somebody, but that's just me as an idiot. Pointed out he looks more like Charlie Sheen from Hot Shots Part (laughs) 2. And I'm like, ah, shit. Yes. Oh, God, exactly. God damn it. Yeah. But that's, I mean, it's, and I think that that's only really going to affect 80s kids. Yeah. Yeah. It (laughs) means nothing. We're all going to look at this and go, all right. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, okay. In fact, what will happen is they'll watch Rambo and go, oh, look, he's, he looks like Hunter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he'll lose the headband at some point. And that'll be, but that'd be much better. It's the sort of, you know, the danger mullet thing that he's got going on. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, um, I like it though. I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. I was not, I was not like, eh, I was like, well, I mean, those shows, they were okay. The, those episodes, 
And I'm like, they're, they're fine. I mean, part of it is the story they're telling. So I'm like, okay, that uh, I'll give this the whatever. But the big deal for me was how over the top those characters were. Yeah. And I was just not into it. And yeah, then, no, I totally, especially Wrecker. Wrecker was wrecking it for me. So if they can dial that back a bit, <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, and they seem to be, it, it seems like he is going to learn a lot as as time goes on. Some of the stuff, some of the stuff he's doing is okay. You know, he's the brute, so he doesn't study hand signals, which I thought, okay, yeah, that makes sense, I suppose. And then he gives the one thumbs up hand signal back, and I'm like, well, he learned that one, so okay. Um, <laughs> Can be taught. Yeah. Yeah, so it'll be nice to see all of them kind of because what they have to do is stop being um, specialists, and they have to learn. They need to be cross trained, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, they need to because you know before they were like this big bombastic. Let's come in and make a big you know show out of kicking ass and all that and now they have to be super stealthy and yeah. uh really really chill so yeah. uh, it'll be interesting to see all the you know the you know all the places they'll go <laughs> so <laughs> but it yeah. is a great it is a great time i want to see more of tarkin and i really hope that we do see more of like the the sort of like the empire in transition mm. side of it. Cause that, I, that to me is, I, I think really, really fertile ground for good storytelling. There could be yeah. a lot there. Yeah. And, um, yeah. while the whole, the whole, uh, clones are more efficient cause they're trained versus, you know, um, a draft or, or having people from the worlds you've, I mean, it's the empire conquered, um, sign up the, it, it will cost less yeah. to, uh, you know, hold on. Uh, sorry. Recruit. It'll, it'll cost less to recruit and train them in a shorter amount of time than it would be to glow, to, to, to grow a, uh, a clone. Cause if you think about it, it takes, 10 years to get a 20 year old clone. So if, even if you're doing 19 years and you're cutting it short by a year, um, it's still not, it's still, it's still way shorter than even a year of training on a full grown adult. And also at this time, the death stars in development. And that was one of those things where just like, you know, that this is going to, keep peace in the galaxy because people are going to be scared shitless of it. So, you know, they're sort of thinking about that. So do they need as big uh, an actual like boots on the ground kind of force? And they, you know, probably don't. Right. And, and let's also, let's also look at this realistically because this kind of bugs me. Stormtroopers can't hit anything. Um, When they need to, (laughs) when the stormtroopers need to, like when they needed to kill everybody, in that blockade runner they did yeah when they need to take over um the hoth base they wrecked them 
Like it was like a the hammer of the gods coming down on those poor rebels. They didn't stand a chance. Right. And I Endor is a little okay. I'm not really sure what happened there, but they were using guerrilla tactics, and then they had the teddy bears that sprang up out of nowhere. So, all right, whatever. Yeah, yeah those, those stormtroopers on Endor—they're—they're they're just like, oh man, this is the last movie. We're fucked. <laughs> we we got you know, this needs to end on an up note. But I mean, you we, know, we, we really got... wanted to be in the other movie. Yeah, we. Everybody points to the. Oh, why am I so tired? Everybody points to the Death Star escape. You know, oh, the pilots couldn't hit anything, and oh, look at that. The uh, they let them get away. Yeah, idiots. Because Tarkin said, "Hey, you uh, stick that, you stick that Apple tracker on that ship." Yeah, I'm not sure why people don't get that. I don't know. It's like they yeah, had and entire... even Leia says it. Like, hey, they let us get away. You know that, right? Yeah, but everybody listens to Han. Like, he's the smartest fucking person in the movie. Obi Wan and Leia are the smartest people in the movie for the good guys. Yeah. Han's just Han's just a blowhard in the first movie. Hey, easy. No, he he's is my favorite. I, I know. Well, the, you know what? Though? He's, he's a drug smuggler in the beginning, and he's a blowhard in the middle. And at the end, Chewbacca beat a conscience into him. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, after that, after that, once Empire rolls around, he's um, he's totally into it. You know. You still there? These are my heroes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, what are you getting at? Nothing. Okay. No, but I mean, a, I mean, for real, like, like Han is just like, yeah, he can. Oh yeah, he he's a blunt people. instrument. Yeah, he is. So, and he's he's action before thinking all the way. Han is is the definition of. If you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to charge forth, which yeah. I think in, remember there was one of the Lego, one of the Lego games where, and this is more of a Leia comment than anything else, where if you didn't try to aim, excuse me, when Leia was shooting, mm. she would hit stuff. Oh. Like, like that, but she was always, like her shots were like the best. She's like one of the best shots. Oh yeah, and she was always like the best shot in that game. If you're not trying too hard to right. tell her what to do, <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Han's just like will fire faster, but just like hit like a third. Oh yeah, yeah. Just throw him into Quantity situations. Quantity over yeah. quality for him. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, so. Um, I'm really excited to see where that goes. Um, yeah, did we talk I'm, about I'm the end really, of- I'm really interested to see the changeover in the armor because I like yeah. that kind of thing. Like, how's it going to go? Is there going to be another step between the helmets that we don't know about? That would be really nice. Um, it would be. It would be nice, and it would be like the folks in the marketing department at Lucasfilm oh, yeah. would be just like, "Oh yeah, yeah, kitching." Yep, absolutely. <laughs> new, new trooper uniform. Yeah. Bing. There we yeah. go. Money. 
And um, what was the other thing? Oh, shit, I just had it in my head. It was, uh, we got the troopers. The... Well, you're thinking about that. Yeah. I, um, I'm usually not a big, like, notice or, like, notice the ships guy, yeah. really. You know, that's usually your thing. Oh, yeah. Um, but I did like that, that ship that carries other ships. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a lot like the stretcher that they bring out. <laughs> yeah, it's it? just like, this is really, this is neat. Yeah. I thought that was a cool ship. Oh, wait, no, I'm confusing my shows. There's a stretcher in Invincible that you put these two slats down on either side of the person, and it's a little oh, really? force field that comes in underneath them. Oh, that's and cool. Li- and lifts them up. So, like... And then it floats, so like they can carry like the super heavy, oh. you know, characters and stuff. Um, yeah, you see well, that that's here interesting. and there. Um, what the hell was it? I don't know. I don't know what I was gonna what I was gonna say. Anyway. Anyway, so how did you sure. celebrate? We're how did sure you celebrate many, Star Wars Day? I went to work. I, I mean, oh, okay. I don't. Uh, not to sound like a dick, but I don't. I don't. I don't Cause, you know, I guess I watched Bad Batch, and I, I um oh, and I got and I got my Boca Tan six inch figure in the mail. That's, that's oh cool. What I did. You should follow her on uh, Instagram because she's just hilarious. I think I do you? Do. I she's think I do. awesome. She's so great. Yeah, um, like she's that. a lot of fun. Um, on Star Wars Day, um, Peter and I did the whole like we did that live show. Yeah, thing, I was, was I was gonna really watch, fun. but I had to I had to be in work as soon as That's right, cool. like as it started. So it was great because then I could just like you know do quick little cuts and then boom release it as an episode on uh, on right. the sixth. So that was cool. So um, and it was we went like two hours. It I was saw, uh, yeah. surprised it went that far. Anyway, so um, there were a few times when I was uh, I was just like oh, but in the novels and like I kept mentioning <laughs> the, the novels and, and Peter's like oh they're novels. So <laughs> when I uh, so we're all done and I'm wearing like a Star Wars shirt and i go down to starbucks to get my afternoon coffee and um there's one of the dudes there going oh hey you know happy fourth and all that and he goes oh have you seen bad batch i go yeah and um he's just like oh i haven't watched it yet blah 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 so we're kind of talking about that i'm like oh you're gonna totally dig it i don't want to spoil any of it for you and he goes oh okay and then we talked a little bit about mandalorian and then i'm just and i'm like i'm like I don't know. I'm like a Mormon talking about, you know, your savior, Jesus Christ. So I'm just like, Hey, have you gotten into any of the novels? Oh my God. <laughs> this is a good book. Right. And he got right. So he goes, well, yeah, he goes, I'm, I'm, um, I'm listening to the audio book for the first Thrawn book. I'm like, Oh my God. I just, I read it like a year or so ago. And just for when I go walking, I was, and um, when I was driving back, I, I started listening to that and it was great. I was just like, Oh my God, this is, yeah, the novels are so great. And some of the, like the aftermath series, like after end or he's just like, really? I'm like, Oh yeah, they're so good. <laughs> I'm like, I love the way, like a lot of the Thrawn stuff, you can, you know, plays into stuff you see in Rebels. And mm. nice. <laughs> so, but, but it's just so funny. And he mentioned it stars. Hey, so if you read this book, <laughs> <laughs> fucking nerd. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. When does the Loki Nothing wrong show start? Uh, next like, month. Next month. So we might actually have Bad Batch and Loki at the same time. Yeah, I think they're going to overlap maybe one or two weeks because yeah. this is what going to be eight Bad Batch. They, I don't think they've said yet. Have they? I don't know. Eight sounds. I don't know why that's in my head, but hmm. it is. Okay. So um, I was underwhelmed with Falcon and Winter Soldier. So I'm hoping, I think Loki's going to be a lot more fun. Well, Loki seems to have a more ambitious storyline because, I mean, we're talking about time travel and stuff. And Falcon and, and Winter Soldier, I think, uh, in the back of my head, was always going to be more grounded, more like a like a 70s political thriller kind of thing. Yeah. So, and it- like, I kind of knew that was coming. And, like, I wouldn't stay up to watch Falcon, like, uh, on um, on Thursdays, if I get out at 2 in the morning, I would come home, eat something, and be like, okay, it's 3. So I might as well, you know, I'm going to watch... Uh, Mandalorian or yeah. Bad Batch or I would save WandaVision though for all of us to watch. That was a tough one. Um, that show was so good. But um yeah, I didn't have that same okay, what's going on? Like like this week I'm like, I'll watch Bad Batch, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I was in no rush to watch Falcon. And yeah. but like with Bad Batch, it'd be just like, hmm. But it was smart to make it what was it, five of six episodes? It was smart to make it shorter. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And they, they packed some good stuff in there. It's just, overall, yeah. I was. Yeah. It's like, all right. It's kind of I mean, like. We're, we're looking at the, at, the, at the filler episodes. So when they make the next movie and he shows up as Captain America, nobody's going to be like, well, how the fuck did that happen? Right. So. I'll be I'm like, oh, he's that. still wearing that suit. Yeah. Oh, geez. Every part <laughs> right? of him's covered in vibranium, but his fucking <laughs> noggin. Come on. Oh, my God. It's just like. Wow, it's, it looks like what like Elvis playing in Vegas. It's, it's almost like the U.S. government said, "Yeah, all right, we'll have a black Captain America. That's fine. Here's your suit. We're gonna cover Good you all luck. in white." Yeah, no, but that's how they drew him in the comics. So there's no, you know, it's a yeah, mixture I mean, of his Falcon and Captain America suits. So that's that's why the top of its head's exposed. So sure, it's like props for being, you know, comic. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Accurate. Comic accurate. Yep. So Yeah, so otherwise. that's fine. That's fine. I mean, if you look at it from the outside though, it's like dude doesn't have a helmet. Come on. But right? he has the shield and he has the wings and all those should be able to deflect all the bullets he needs to. So Right. That's fine. That's fine. So I'm okay with that. Loki, I think, has the potential to be as weird as wandavision could be. yeah god i can't wait for that and i love i love that all the actors were just like so into doing these reprising these roles uh for tv well for streaming streaming's right. not it is tv but it's not blah blah but blah. it's not yeah but there i was uh we were doing one of the late shows uh i think colbert and anthony mackie was on talking about it and um he understands and he really appreciates the fact that he's Captain America now and that the show addressed, you know, how the nation itself would react to an African-American man in the role and how he represents now the best America has to offer in the in the movies and all that. And he gets it. And he says, yeah. and he, Colbert asks him, he's like, all right, so uh, do you, uh, 
in your text chains, do you get more respect now that you're Captain America? And he's like, no. <laughs> I get texts that say like, man, you have to be the ugliest Captain America I've ever seen. <laughs> those are his friends. So that's cool. Scarlett Johansson is harsh. Yeah, she is. She is. Well, she's taking a lot of shit from Twitter. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but it's that's good. True. It's he's he was super excited about his action figure. He's like he's he's all into it, and you know, I wasn't um, a fan of him. Like I said early on in interviews, he came off kind of cocky. But I think he, um, you know, I, I probably would have too. So I, I cut him some slack. He's he's a decent guy. So with Black Widow coming out in the theaters in, what is it, July? No idea anymore. It's so difficult for me to keep track of this stuff. It's like every um, time a studio executive farts, the whole schedule changes. Yeah. Well, I'm just, you know, wonder if that's going to get you into a theater. Black Widow? No. Yeah, me neither. No. Um, like I said, probably probably Spider-Man. Okay. Because um, Pfizer's saying that, uh, oh, well, this week's over. Um, but sometime, they said probably this week, but it hasn't been announced as far as I know. So in the next week or so, um, the vaccine for 11 to 17-year-olds will be announced, that, that it's okay for them to do the Pfizer one. So that's going to be a huge step towards yeah, us, towards so. us feeling comfortable because- I can go do whatever I want now. Lick doorknobs. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I've missed that. But I can't I can't come home to, you know, an, an immune compromised kid and another kid who's, I, I swear to God, indestructible. Um, <laughs> so. Because I've tried. <laughs> I'm not. No comment. And um, it's. Oh, so, yeah, I, I can't. I can't do that. And it's going to be interesting. When flu season rolls around next year and they're they're back in school, um, because I'm going to ask them to wear masks in school during flu season. That's going to, yeah. Because I did not miss having the flu. I haven't been sick, not counting side effects from the vaccine. I haven't been sick in like 18 months. Yeah, or, or I am. I usually get one cold, like one really bad cold a year, yep. usually in October or so. Yep. And um, no, nothing. No, I'll wear a mask year. at work during flu season. If they wear it during school, like that would be so much better. It's going to be interesting to see like when the CDC finally says, okay, we can get rid of masks and stuff like that. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting to see how much masks stay mm. as like stay around yeah yeah and the reason i'm gonna wear the mask is i don't trust all you motherfuckers out there not the people that listen to this show because you know they're all vaccinated i i would hope um yeah we definitely. seem to have a reasonably intelligent fan base averaged out <laughs> except for that <laughs> except for that one time when it wasn't you know <laughs> but i like how you qualified that with you know, averaged out <laughs> Because yeah. there's some people on the end of that curve. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, that's funny. I mean, I mean, well, maybe not now that I think about it, because we're we're pretty vocal about where we stand on like uh, Bobert and Green and Matt Gates and stuff like that, and that's a turnoff to some people that are really stupid. So, 
Um, yeah. So I would say I would say probably say ninety nine percent of our listeners would be vaccinated because yeah, there may probably. be somebody out there that just can't yet. That's that's how about that? That's true. I'm I'm here though. It's really interesting how um, now there's like this big surplus of vaccination appointments and that like you can that there's so much available now so please people are getting half they're getting one shot it's like it's free fucking go do it like come on come on go get it done when you have when you have sex do you do you put it in and then move it around a little bit and then leave no yeah are you wearing half a condom finish the fucking job (laughs) it's best for everybody well if well, <laughs> you know what you're doing, it's best for everybody. Yeah, right. You know, so, the woman needs to be satisfied as well. You know, really? No. <laughs> so do your job. That's why you're divorced. So do your job. Do your job. <laughs> do your job. Get jabbed. Yeah, and then you can go jab other people. Right. If you're a dude, <laughs> or you're wearing a strap on. <laughs> takes all kinds it does it really does it really does yeah it really does i've been re-watching lost that i mentioned yeah i know you told me it's i know and i gotta tell you like i remember i'm in the last season now and i remember it's it's funny how much i about that season i had forgotten because uh-huh. I'm watching stuff now that I feel like I have never seen, which is great. And I'm waiting for the moment because everything now that's like happening, I kind of get what they're doing. Uh-huh. It's just like, okay, I, I get it and I'm okay with it. So I'm, re- and the only thing that I remember from watching it the first time was like at the end in the church, there was a scene in a church and uh-huh. everybody's sort of, you know? Yeah. So but I'm, I'm waiting. It's so funny. It's like, I'm waiting for them to fuck it up. Like I'm waiting for that thing to happen where you go, ah, oh, that's where you just fucking gave up. So, but up until like, like so far, and I'm only like three or four episodes from the very end. So, um, I'm just like, I'm, I'm in and I'm just like, okay, cool. There's a good mixture of like, the pseudoscience and the magic kind of stuff and the lore of the island and the good guys and the bad guys and what's real and what's not real and how the not real relates to what's happening with the real. Like I get all that they're doing okay, and I'm waiting for them to fuck it up. Yeah. But it'll happen. Yeah. Oh, I, I know. Happen. Cause I remember at the end of it going, Oh, yeah, because oh, Abrams okay. loves his box of mystery, and then you open the box, and and it's empty. It's yeah, like, and it's I've like actually an empty promise. And I've been keeping because I'm a fucking nerd. Mm. I've been sort of keeping track of questions and where things are. I've right. got this little notes page with like, like eighty different comments and questions, and stuff gets answered. I'll go back and go, oh, okay, that's what happened with Claire. I get it now. Blah blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and I'm like, oh, like stuff that was confusing. It's just like, oh, I get it. I see. All right. This is like, I'm fine. Like right now I'm, I'm psyched. I'm really digging it, but I just know that there's going to be that thing. That's just like, like I'm, I'm waiting for the cast to just look at the camera and go, Frank, this is the thing. Here it is. (laughs) And then you find out that they're all like puppets. It's like, yeah. 
Yeah. So, so it's, um, it's been a really interesting watch. I've heard that the next thing I should start watching is, um, mayor of something, some show, I think it's on HBO. Shit. I can't think it's with Kate Winslet. Okay. Supposed to be really cool. She's like a investigator or something, but I keep hearing good things about it. All right. Um, I flipped through through a Rolling Stone list. So, you know, it's shit of uh, the hundred best (laughs) sitcoms ever. Oh yeah. Yeah. What did they rank? Number one. What do you think? I don't know. Big Bang? No. Cheers? Nope. Take three more guesses. Um, Seinfeld, Friends. It's one you wouldn't think of for the last 15 years as being the best. Um, Schitt's Creek? No, Schitt's Creek was number 100. Really? Yeah. It should be better than that. Which instantly pissed me off the list. Yeah, that that's did you ever did you finish it? No. But I know I know I know that what I saw I liked way more than some of the others that were on this. So so good. Yeah. So what um like what's their like top ten? Go down ten to one. I don't remember. Let me open it. Oh, I thought you had it. I thought it was there. (laughs) What was then what was number one? The Simpsons. Okay. I mean that's yeah. Number one, I and I love The Simpsons and its longevity is proven that it can, you know, it's got legs, but um I don't know if it's number one. I, I haven't go- watched it in a long Oh, me neither. Time. I haven't seen it. I haven't watched an episode of that in years and years and years. But I do know that when I do sit down and see something from it, like see a clip or something. Yeah. Uh, like it's, I mean, it's the Simpsons, you know, it's, it's going to be good. Right. So, um, so, all right. You want to, you want to run through these and we'll see. Yeah. Let's we'll go just, down top 10. No, I was going to start at a hundred. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's barrel. Through. 100 is Shit's Creek. And then okay. Frank's place, which was 87 to 88. Uh, it starred um, Hugh Wilson. No, Hugh Wilson was the creator. T- no, uh, the guy from WKRP, the African American actor from WKRP. Oh, okay, yeah, Tim Reed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah pretty good. Huh? I don't know where yeah. I pulled that out. Wow. <laughs> I don't either. Then Derry. I Girls. vaguely remember that show. Okay, yeah, I vaguely remember it as well. Ninety-seven right. is Night Court. Number ninety-six is Bluey, which is an Australian animated series targeted at preschoolers. I wouldn't count that. No. Uh, ninety-five is Baskets. Then Insecure, which is uh, an HBO show that started in two thousand sixteen. Uh, Big Mouth, which I tried, I just can't. Yeah, um, I just couldn't get with that. Daria, ninety-two. Buffalo Bill is uh, Dabney Coleman. Coleman, I remember that Gina show. Davis. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of remember that. This one I agree with. Big Bang Theory at number 90. Okay. A Different World. Party Down at 88. Seems a little Party low. Down was funny. Yep. I would have liked to see more Party Down. This one seems very low. Soap at at Oop. 87. Wait, who's the, wait, which one? Soap. Oh, soap. You know, Billy Crystal. Yeah, yeah. Robert oh, no, that Dio. should have been higher on the list. Yeah. 
Living Single, The George Burns and Gracie Allen Show at 85, Modern Family at 84, I would have put that at 100. It's just something about Modern Family that totally rubs me the wrong way. It went on too long. Well, you know what the one thing that bothered me the most was? You had you had the gay couple, Cameron and, and Mitchell. Yeah. And um, everybody treated them like they were the best fucking parents in the world. And they raised a spoiled twat. Yeah. That they show were went bad. On. They were bad with each other. They were they were they sniped at each other. They were vengeful. Well, they were I think just that garbage people to each other. I think it got that way. I think the first. I think I paid a lot of attention. Like I watched it regularly, mm. maybe the first three seasons. But that ended up going what? Like how many seasons did that go? Did that go? It 10? went to two thousand nine to twenty twenty. All right, so way too many. They could have been done with that show five seasons. Yeah, yeah. All right, so next, Letter Kenny, which I need to watch. I you know it is things. actually really funny. It is. It's very um. It's very. It's very subtle, okay. but it is very funny. That's one that that people whose opinion I I respect have have been talking about. So yeah, it's it's good. Uh, How I Met Your Mother. I never cared for that show. I didn't like the ending. No, I they, they fucked up the ending. They really did. They I painted mean, themselves into a into a into a, a corner. That's yeah. you know Robin and fuck that the lead guy who's the least interesting person in the whole show. Yeah, Ted. I, I yeah Ted. I thought his kids were more interesting than him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then but next, uh, they yeah. fucked that show up. Yeah, yeah. I only watched a couple episodes here and there, and when I read about the ending, I'm like, really? Yeah, it was it was bad because no kid's gonna sit through, um, oh, nine years of telling a fucking story. Oh, I just and how it was much just... of that show? Also, if the premise is telling your kids, how much of that show is inappropriate to be telling your kids? Oh yeah, like come on. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an, it's an interesting idea as a framework, but you gotta, you, 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 yeah. you can't, no. Uh, it went on a little long and the ending sucked. At uh, 81, we have Will and Grace and then Sanford and Son at 80. Okay. Uh, WKRP is 79. Solid. Peep Show, which I really enjoy, is at 78. That's a good Never one. Never saw it. One Day at a Time on Netflix, um, a reboot kind of thing 2017 Actually, that was 2019. pretty good um and then new girl by the way the picture from new girl is uh is her the dude and prince sitting on the bench oh uh, yeah prince loved that show really <laughs> and he yeah he loved that show and asked to be on it huh. did you ever see that episode no i didn't, well, I didn't watch the show <laughs> he comes out to like you know he like he's at a, a function or something like that and um he walks up to like two of them and he goes oh i'm really sorry i haven't given you enough time to freak out yet (laughs) (laughs) and they're like oh my god it's prince it was really funny it was really self-referential it was really good nice uh 75 is black adder uh 74 is futurama I mean, okay. I'm a little emotionally attached to that show. You know, yeah. I feel it's a little low, but whatever. I'm not going to get pissed about that. Uh, absolutely fabulous at 73. The comeback, yeah. which was uh, Lisa Kudrow. 
Yeah, I heard that was good. Um, I have no idea. Uh, Rick and Morty is at 71. That's probably appropriate placement. Um, I, I enjoy Rick and Morty, but I'm not one of those people that goes on Reddit and tells everybody why they need to enjoy Rick and Morty, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I watch it. I'm done with it. We don't yeah. talk about it on the show. It's just, you know, something that I watch. Uh, the Phil Silvers show from 1955 to 1959. I didn't see it. No. Me either. Uh, Flight of the Concords at 69. Okay. No, no. The correct answer is nice. <laughs> um, Maud is at 68. The Jack Benny program. Get Smart, 66. Phineas and Ferb. Now, here's the problem I have. Phineas and Ferb? No, with the cartoons in general. Get them off the list. A sitcom to me is a live action on a stage in front of an audience kind of thing. I would tend to agree, but Phineas and Ferb is fucking amazing. And there's a lot more in there for adults than That's you would true. think. That's Did true. Did you ever watch? Oh, I've seen so some great. Of it. But I, I would prefer if Futurama, Rick and Morty, Phineas and Ferb, and that Australian one were off the list and they went strictly with live, live action. action. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what we do in the shadows at 64, honestly, I feel that should be higher. That is such a fantastic show. Uh, designing Women. At sixty three, that that might be kind of okay. Low. Yeah, that was that was yeah, yeah, might be a little low. That was kind of a big deal back in the day. Yeah, uh, the thick of it, uh, BBC Four from two thousand five to two thousand seven, and then on BBC Two from two thousand nine <laughs> to two thousand twelve. Um, catastrophe. Uh, Rob Delaney and Sharon Horgan. I don't. I'm not familiar with the show. Two thousand fifteen yeah, to two thousand nineteen yeah. looks like a like maybe a BBC four show. I'm not sure. Um, but it says, uh, it's on Amazon prime. So, uh, Amazon at least, uh, good times at 60 spaced okay. at 59, uh, Gary Shandling show at 58, which from everything I remember and heard that, that should be, that should maybe be higher. That should but, be higher. But yeah. the problem that is, was good. is the stuff that's above it better. We'll see, because at 57, we have You're the Worst, which was an FX show in 2014 and an FXX show in uh, 2015 to 19. Then we have Murphy Brown. So we're at 56, and we're getting into the more of the more popular ones, like The Odd Couple and yep. The Bernie Mac Show, which really was a fun show. Yeah, it really was. Uh, Scrubs, which I don't like. I've seen every episode probably twice and Zach Braff and JD and Turk are just, they're just fucking dicks. Everybody oh, I, in that hospital should have been fired a long time ago. I am going to disagree with you. I think that show was fantastic except the last season when it went to ABC. That was That's terrible. true. That's true. So, um, but otherwise I, um, I really dug the show. At the time I liked it, but looking back now. I'm not a fan, except for when the dude from Men at Work showed up and was singing. That was an awesome episode. That wasn't a, yeah. Uh, I'm Alan Partridge. I've seen some of uh, Steve Coogan's work as the character, so I have to, I have to. Yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. Police Squad. 
Uh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um, news radio. And the only downside oh, to yeah. news radio is it gave Joe Rogan a, uh, his first bit of fame. This um, is true. And, funny though. Yeah. Funny though. Here's what it says. News radio creator Paul Sims went to subscribe to M- NBC's iconic must-see TV lineup to Rolling Stone as, quote, a double-decker shit sandwich. No doubt resentful that his whip-smart, endearingly silly workplace comedy never beat out the single guy or Veronica's closet to earn a spot next to Friends or Seinfeld. At its best, though, News Radio was a wonderful ensemble, including Dave Foley, Stephen Root, Maura Tierney, and the late, great Phil Hartman, was as funny as any NBC sitcom of that era, maybe funnier. Now, here's the funny thing. They didn't mention Andy Dick or Joe Rogan in that. I find that funny because <laughs> Yo, Joe I, Rogan, Joe Rogan has to be the most famous person right now. That's that was on that show. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. He's the one who's still like sort of in the, he's, the, he's made a career the, for himself. The cultural yes. zeitgeist. Yeah. yeah. So at 49, now we're in the top 50, Barney Miller. Yep. The definitely. Jeffersons. Mm-hmm. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yep. The good place. I would have thought that'd be higher, but, yeah, but anyway, it was good. Yeah. Broad really good. City. Broad City is a is an interesting show. I do enjoy it, but it is so uncomfortable to watch. Uh, Veep, right. which I I think I need good. to start watching Veep because I like. Yeah, I like I'm gonna get back to it. I you know what I try I I found it difficult to binge. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do small bits. Okay. So I may go back to that. Uh, Brooklyn nine, nine is at 43. Okay. Brock Meyer is, uh, next at 42 King of the Hill and King of the Hill. Like all of these, all of these sitcoms that are cartoons, all of these sitcoms, really, you kind of got to judge them based on when they were created. So King of the Hill is definitely that nineties into two thousands. Yeah. mindset of of the world because it ran from 97 to 2010 holy shit 2010 wow. i didn't know it ran that long i would have bet that that was that was done in like 2005 yeah yeah well good for them next is review and honestly if you guys haven't watched review fucking check it out i don't know it where it's is it andrew daly and uh- what he does, he the whole premise of the show is there's reviews for movies, there's reviews for TV, books, restaurants, but there's no review for real life. Okay? okay. So, let me just call up some of the episodes. Because it gets, the show goes so off the rails so fast. So review from 2014, it's described as in the spoof of review shows, Forrest McNeil, a critic obsessed with his work, experiences whatever the viewers ask him to review, including divorce, anonymous sex, and all manner of criminal activity. Okay. So here are the titles from some of the first seasons episodes. Okay. Stealing, addiction, and prom. Making a sex tape, being a racist, and hunting. Pancakes, divorce, and pancakes. 
Celebrity and Batman. Best friend, space. So he does it's these a sitcom and sort of. Yeah. How is it a sitcom? Because it sounds like I don't know, like a Daniel well, Tosh. It's show. A, no, because it's all scripted out. So the divorce that he experiences is his own wife leaving him. Like Forrest McNeil, not Andrew Daly. What? Um, where is it? Like, where does it? What, I'm not sure. Let me call up my just watch tab. It was, I, I've, I've seen it and it gets so uncomfortable and so dark. Um, but in a funny way, um, it says that there's three seasons on comedy central. It's on Pluto TV. It's on Apple TV. Um, you might have to buy it on Amazon and, uh, there's three seasons on Paramount plus. Hmm. So you could probably watch it for free on comedy central's website. Yeah. It's interesting. It is. It is very interesting. Um, and Andrew Daly, he's such like a, Andrew Daly was, you remember when you've watched Brooklyn nine, nine, right? Yeah. You remember when they had the, the, the police, um, the big police conference and they had the party with the robot that boil through in the pool. Vaguely. Well, Andrew Daly was the one that, that, that was, uh, the happy guy that was always there when Holt was around that Holt hated. So anyway, let's move on. Okay. Number 39, blackish. Okay. 38 friends. I am actually happy to see it this low. Number 37, Bob's burgers. And that's oh, I know who. I, I'm sorry to interrupt. I yeah, looked yeah. on B for Andrew Daly. I know who that dude is. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um, sorry. Bob's Burgers is number thirty-seven. Now, see, that's that's the that's the one that I if if I had to argue, cartoons should be on the list because this plays out like an actual sitcom. Yeah. It's very grounded in in real life. Anyway, not happy with it being in the thirties. Number 36, Sex and the City. I don't think Sex and the City is better than Bob's Burgers. Or Shit's Creek. I'm not sure if that... I don't know if that's a sitcom, though. I wouldn't call that a sitcom. I'd go more like dramedy. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't... I don't know if I'd call that a sitcom. Right. That's That was another thing that I thought of, too. It's like, I, it was never sold to me as a comedy. It's like a romantic drama comedy yeah it's just yeah yeah it's um are the episodes uh, this i'm not sure how much this matters but how long are those episodes are they half hour are they hour episodes well, let me see i've never watched it i've actually even when we had the movies at the theaters i've never yeah watched i it. have i don't think i've ever seen one frame of <laughs> it says uh it's their 30 minutes and it's comedy drama and romance yeah uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't consider those sitcoms. No, but it does sex fall in the city within. Stuff. Yeah, it I guess does it fall within the definition, right? Situational comedy, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Everybody loves Raymond. I've watched so many episodes of that, and I can't stand it. Raymond's a fucking asshole, and everybody around him enables his his shitty behavior. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what's going on over here. 
but it's like high on the list because it kept winning Emmy after Emmy after Emmy after That's true. Emmy. That's it's true. like fuck. Yeah. Um, so, and then here's another one that I think, you know, along with Bob's Burgers, Futurama, King of the Hill, the Australian one, and uh, uh, Phineas and Ferb should be knocked off is SpongeBob SquarePants, even though it's been running consistently since 1999. Yeah, I don't, that's not I a sitcom. I don't care one way or the other, but but honestly, good for them for doing the show for this long. Oh, yeah. Hey, you Absolutely. know, they Someone keeps writing them a check, sure. Yeah. There's a show on FX that started in 2016 that is number 33 called Better Things. Um, Louis C.K. was a co-creator who left after the second season. Wonder why. Um, Pamela Adlin uh, is in the series. Oh, I like her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 32 is Golden Girls. Then 31 is Faulty Towers. Fucking okay. classic. Um, the Office UK. 30 uh, it's always sunny in philadelphia now we're in the top uh top 30 personally that's a little low but uh, yeah okay. i think it should be higher uh malcolm in the middle at 28 louis at 27 you got to separate the show from the actions i guess when yep. you're making the list yeah the bob newhart show at 26 i think that's eh. A little, yep. Yeah. Mm. yeah, right, right. Okay, so 25 is Atlanta, which I need to watch. I really do. Yeah, yeah, me too. I've seen little bits here and there. Um, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Very happy to see one of my all-time favorite shows in the top 25, Community. Okay. Yep. The Office US version is 23. As we're getting down into the twenties now, I'm yeah. I'm a little sad that one of my favorites has not shown up yet, and it's not going to get, it's not going to show up any better than what we've just heard. All right, we'll save that, save that one for me. Yeah, uh, twenty two is South Park, and then Fleabag at twenty one. Fleabag was. Did you see that? Yeah. Holy shit! So good. Yeah. Yeah. Surprisingly so. From. Uh, from the robot from Solo comes Oh, Fleabag. God, she's unbelievable. She's so good. Yeah, I actually like her character in Solo way more after watching Fleabag because I get her now. I understand what she's all I also, about. I love because she would like, that was a play. She'd done it on the stage. And I just love when like the creator of the work, then like, you know, it's a stage thing. Then it's a TV thing. And she does all the writing yeah. and then she's just a fantastic performer. And it's just, it's so great when someone with talent is going to do their own stuff because like no one knows right. the material better. Yep. Oh man. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So number 20, we have BoJack Horseman. Little high for that, I think. Okay, okay. 19 is Roseanne. Fuck that show. Well, the, the, they, what they have listed here is 88 to 97. Still, I was. you could have put that in the mid-30s, I think. True. I was, that show True. was mediocre in my eyes. Number 18 is 30 Rock. Okay. Number 17 is Taxi. 16 is The Cosby Show. All right. 15 is Arrested Development. <laughs> 14 is The right. Andy Griffith Show. 
That's funny to put those two together. Like that. <laughs> yeah. What are they going to put happy days next? <laughs> no, it's Frasier. Okay. That show could never, ever work now. Could it? What? Frasier? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Some, some middle upper class douchebag living in his, in his penthouse apartment in Seattle telling everybody else what to do with their lives while, i don't know though i think the, port. well i think that i mean his snobbishness both his and his um you know his brothers i think that like it was sort of the, like they, the brother. show i think the show knew that these two snobby douchebags i mean what was great about it is by the end of the series i think that they were less so so um i i really enjoyed that show i i really i really did i think that there's it was a great character arc for for frazier i i really 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 loved that show yeah yeah okay all right so at 12 we're getting up to to the tens here at 12 is curb your enthusiasm Okay. Number 11 is the Dick Van Dyke show. That's fair. All right. That's fair. 10 is the Larry Sanders show. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Nine is parks and recreation. I think that's a little high for that. I think it is maybe top 20, but maybe not top 10. I think honestly swap parks and recreation and arrested development. I'd be fine with that. Yep. Uh, Number eight is the honeymooners. Okay. Seven is the Mary Tyler Moore show. Six. This is seems this seems about right. Maybe move it up one. Uh MASH. Yeah, I think it's uh yeah, that's fine. I could yeah. say I could see switching MASH and all in the family, but the, those two eh, all in the family's five. Four is obviously I Love Lucy. Three is yeah. Seinfeld, two is Cheers, and number one is The Simpsons. Now so wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Friends was not on this list at all. No, wasn't it like way back? Let me see. Cause that would be very surprising. No friends was 38. Oh, okay. All right. I, I, Miss that. So I think that's a little low for friends. I think friends you could have put in top 15. Yeah. I can't stand that fucking show. I tried. It's a good show. Uh, no, it really is. No, it's not. It, I this is, just, this is where we draw the line. This is it was more a, than an airwolf blue thunder thing. Fuck <laughs> friends. Those people are assholes. They are, they are like, like a protozoa, like, primordial sludge always sunny in philadelphia before they realized they were exactly yeah fuck that they're friends and they're always being dicks to each other i don't think they they were being dicks to each other i think they were a little insulated from the rest of the world and the show at the time i think it was a little bit um it it wasn't as I don't know. It played, there were too many instances I found of um, kind of playing on like homophobia. Yeah. For even at the time I thought was a little, yeah, uh, was a little, was a little much. 
Yeah. So, I mean, we're talking, you know, mid nineties. Uh, it was a little too much mm-hmm. with, with some of that, but um, it, in terms of its, its cultural impact and its popularity and its longevity, uh, I think it should be on the list. 30, it should be on the list, but I think 38 is too low for it. See, I would have put it around the fifties. So. Um, but that's why sh- I didn't make the list because the you know. show, what, how did they make the list? Did they say anything oh, about, um, was it just a bunch of Rolling Stone people sitting around the see. office to choose the 100s greatest sitcoms ever. We first had to decide how to define the term sketch comedies were out from the explicit like Saturday night live and the Muppet show right. to more ambiguous, such as Rocky and Bullwinkle. Ditto comedy drama hybrids that ran around an hour, Freaks and Geeks or Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Okay. Half-hour dramedies presented a blurrier picture. We took those on a case-by-case basis, <laughs> applying our own version of Supreme Court Justice Potter Stewart's famous definition of obscenity, I know it when I see it, where enlightened and the wonder years seemed to fall just too far over the drama side of the line. For example, Atlanta and Better Things had enough comedy to qualify. This list is also composed. Oh, entirely. see, I think Wonder Years could have been in there. Yeah, it did get way too drama-y. But it's, it goes on to say, this list is also composed entirely of English language comedies, primarily American ones with a handful right. of British and Canadian shows making the cut, and one Australian one. Mostly, though, we were looking for a consistent group of characters and settings. Then we considered not just how much these series made us laugh, but how much they influenced the shows that followed, how well they reflected the world around them, and and on occasion how deeply they made us feel emotions beyond mirth. The one show that I feel is missing from this, and I'm going to scroll back to the uh, the hundred here. Um, there's maybe one or two you could take off if you took all of the cartoons out. If you took out Bluey, yeah. say that's that's for um that that's aimed at preschoolers right situation comedy just it's deaf ears on preschoolers right to be fair and take bluey out and put in unbreakable kimmy schmidt oh most definitely that show is great yeah another british one the one that i was talking about that i was surprised wasn't even in the top hundred Mm. um black's books oh okay yeah yeah, it's three seasons. It's yeah. super fucking funny. Um, well, there's yeah. there's a there's a bunch of stuff. There's a bunch of comedy stuff. Um, um, I forget there was. Oh shit, never mind. There was one hyperspace. That was a fun one. Uh, I enjoyed that, but that explains why um, Monty Python wasn't on there yeah. because it's sketch comedy. So sketch. That's, that makes sense. Um, you know, and all this other stuff like Sonny and Cher and Laughing and all that. Yeah, those are sketch shows. Yeah. So yeah. They could do another list for those. That's true. That's true. But what got what set me off initially was that The Simpsons was number one and Schitt's Creek was a hundred. I thought those were misplaced. Brady Bunch wasn't on there. No. Or the Partridge family. Those that's surprising to me. Those are iconic, both of well, them. Well, maybe maybe the Partridge family is, well, were they an hour? Or were no. they half-hour shows? No, those are half-hour episodes. But are they are they comedy? Are they funny? Yeah. The, the Brady monkeys, Bunch? The Monkeys wasn't. The, well, monkeys. the Monkeys is really like, that's almost like a sketch show with a through line. No, of a they, had, 
They had stories. There and, were, no, no, I, I know. There were stories, but a lot of stuff was like, oh, you know what, too? Like Family Guy and... Um, Family Ties, American Growing Dad. Pains. Oh, yeah. Those weren't on there. Square Pegs. Square Pegs, holy shit, yeah. Fuck that list. Huh. <laughs> Alf. Yeah, Mr. Belvedere, Mr. Benson. Mr. Belvedere, Benson. Yeah, if you're going to have soap, it should be soap slash Benson. It's Benson, yeah, character. exactly. Right. What about Perfect Strangers and Family Matters? Happy Days of Laverne and Shirley weren't on there. Right. And those are all, those could all be Mark, twofers. Mark and Mindy. And Happy Days. There's your twofer. Right. Yeah. Well, I said Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, Mork and Mindy. There's, those are all connected. Yeah. And, and Joni loves Chachi. And Arrested Development because um, <laughs> the lawyer jumped over a shark. <laughs> right. So, yeah, fuck this list. Uh, wow, there's a lot missing. <laughs> yeah, there really is. There's a lot of iconic stuff, even by their guidelines. I think if they had a said, you know, we did this list based on shows that ended 10 years and longer ago. Because then that cuts out a bunch of stuff that you don't have to be like, okay, well, we have to put this in here. Yeah. But, but I mean, you, like, could do, you could do top 100 of the 80s. Could you? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, you if there's 100 sitcoms in the 80s, you could do the list. Doesn't yeah, mean they're true. all good. Doesn't mean they're all good. Everyone has to be number 100. Everybody's got to be a small wonder. Somebody's got to be a small wonder. Right? Yep. Oh, that fucking Ricky Schroeder show, Silver Spoons. Jesus. That show is just Richie Rich before he died. Yeah. Because isn't that that who Richie Rich really is? I mean, um, Casper is is just Richie Rich. Yeah, when he does. And it's Schroeder. Yeah. (laughs) They all look the same, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, completely. Wow. Uh, well, we were completely off topic there. Completely. For yeah. Like the whole so. segment. <laughs> That's all right. I need to go eat though. Cause um, I haven't eaten. What is it? Noon where you are? Two. Okay. It's, it's after two. It's dinner time here. So yeah. It's only three hours. Yeah. All right. So we'll end it. Mm. We'll be back next week talking about more bad batch and. I don't know. Maybe we'll have seen a movie or something in between. Maybe. Uh, oh, I'm going to watch Tenet because that's on HBO. I'm oh, gonna watch that yeah. Have week. fun. So, yeah, I know. I'm going to be like, like it's it's like any other like Chris Christopher Nolan thing. It's just like, yeah, I totally understand it. I only watched it once. You're a fucking liar. See, I don't, I don't, I don't. <sighs> Who gives a shit if you understand the movie? Right. Yeah. I just want to be entertained. It's, it's made so completely twisted and dense, you know, and it attempts, it's just, it's just pretentiously dense. It's yeah. complicated to be complicated. And that, that's, that doesn't mean it's intelligent, you know? Yeah. Oh no, I totally agree. That's why I'm looking forward to seeing how like convoluted it can be. All right, good. Well, let's do this. You talk about Tenet, and I'll ask a bunch of questions about it next week. And then I'll talk about the audio version of Batman No Man's Land, and you can ask me a bunch of questions, and we can point (laughs) out how stupid each one of them is. Perfect. All right. Because I think think it's better if I explain it to you, and you're like, what? Really? What? Why? Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
Cool. We can try that. Hey, if, folks, if we remember uh, to do it. Everybody wear a mask, get vaccinated, get masked. Get vaccinated, huh? What the fuck? Do we need an ice cream yeah. truck to come through the neighborhood? Serious. And oh, just, my God. That would be amazing. That's what I mean. Why? Why aren't we doing that? If we have Seriously. all these vaccines, you know, oh, it's trash day. Okay. Guess what? That means tomorrow's vaccine day. Everybody right? after dinner, go outside and pull your sh- pull your shirt, your arm up, your sleeve up. Seriously, you go to the drive through at the bank. Put your arm in the thing. Yeah. Bang. Yes, you're all set. Yeah. So I mean, fucking right. come on, just yeah, it makes you uncomfortable for a little bit, but guess what? It doesn't do. It doesn't make you dead. Right. Just go fucking do it. And all it doesn't right. make somebody you care about dead too. Yeah. Because God forbid. I mean, that was that was the biggest argument. Not the biggest argument, but the biggest reason for us to quarantine early on is, can we can we go somewhere? And if somebody gets sick, could we deal with the fact that, you know, oh, was it us? Was it one of us right, that got exactly. sick? So, you know, who wants to live with that? It's like back in the, 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 the 80s and the 90s, you might have been fine with getting AIDS, but, you know, think about how badly you'd feel if you had to make that phone call. Yeah. You know, oh, hey, yeah, remember that party? Yeah, yep. you're, you're dead. Yeah. So. I will say I did have one girlfriend where um, I was like, yeah, she's going to call me one day. But no, I dodged a fucking bullet. I can't tell you. I was like fucking Neo. In the matrix dodging yeah. bullets i was i was i was not smart but i got real fucking lucky yeah oh, not that i didn't use condoms but i mean uh, sometimes you know you know things are whatever i'm just right so just moving on with it. moving um, on all right everybody have a great week yeah um yeah be safe out there jesus yeah try all right bye everybody Okay, bye. So, you have a movie for me? Yes, sir, I do. It's gonna be called Back to the Future. Oh, okay, not sure about that title. I'll try to come up with something else. Okay, I mean, I feel like that works, though. Well, we'll see. So what happens in this thing? Well, we're gonna meet this teenager, Marty McFly, and he's hanging out at his friend's house, this wacky old scientist guy, Dr. Emmett Brown. Oh, and how did they become friends? Somehow, I imagine. Okay, I have no further questions. Okay, thank God. So Doc Brown, he's real wacky. He says, great Scott, all the time. Oh, Scott is tight. Fantastic. So Marty's life is pretty crappy. Like, his dad gets bullied by this guy named Biff. His mom is an alcoholic. His brother has a crappy job. And his sister can't find a boyfriend. Yikes. And then one night, Doc brings Marty to a shopping mall parking lot because he built a time machine out of a DeLorean. Oh, he did? Yeah, so we're going to have this really fun scene where they engage in some casual, you know, animal testing. Oh, my God, what? Yeah, Doc puts his dog inside the DeLorean, sends him into the future. And you know what? He doesn't die. Is Doc the bad guy? Well, what would make you think he's the bad guy? Bad guy. So anyway, then the terrorists he's been dealing with show up. You're sure he's not the bad guy? Yeah, no, no, no. He ripped these guys off for some plutonium, so they murder him. Oh, what is going on? And so Marty escapes in the DeLorean and accidentally goes back to 1955. That's in the past. It certainly is, sir. And so he's gonna run into his dad, George McFly. Oh, that's interesting. An encounter with his dad in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so pretty much immediately he finds out that his dad's a peeping Tom. Oh my god. Yeah, and he saves his dad from getting hit by a car, but then he gets hit by a car. Oh. 
And so he's taken in by his mom Lorraine's family and she is all over him when he wakes up. I mean, she really wants to sleep with him. What are you talking about? See, the whole thing is that Marty's parents met after George was hit by that car, but now since Marty was hit by the car, Lorraine just wants to hook up with him. She's on a path to end up with him. Right, okay, I feel like, I feel like that's pretty messed up for a movie. Yeah, so the whole movie, Lorraine's trying really hard to get into her son's pants. I do not like that sentence. Well, she doesn't know that it's her future son. I still, I don't see how that's gonna be fun for anyone to watch. I feel like everybody's gonna love it. Well, if you say so. So what else happens? Well, so Marty's gonna spend the movie trying to get his dad to hook up with his mom instead of him, because the future's getting all messed up now. Oh, really? Yeah, he goes to see Doc in 1955, and Doc is like, uh-oh, Marty, that's, you know, this isn't good. How can he tell? Well, Marty has this photo with him from the future, and you can see his siblings starting to disappear from it bit by bit, because they were never born. So that exact photo at that exact time, at that exact angle, was still taken, despite the wildly different circumstances? That's what we're going with. Well, okay then. So anyway, Marty hatches a plan to get Lorraine to go to the dance with George instead of him and get them to fall in love. How does he plan on doing that? <clears throat> Sorry, sir, can I just, uh... Just a minute, Larry. So what's, what's the plan? Well, he's gonna pretend to force himself on his own mother, and then his father's gonna come in and beat him off, and that's really gonna impress the mom, and then she's gonna wanna hook up with him instead of her own son. Okay, I'm gonna go. You sure? You can stick around. No, no, I insist. I insist. Not sure what that guy's problem was, so how does the plan play out? Oh, well, turns out that bully Biff shows up, and he actually tries to force himself on Lorraine. Oh, no. Yeah, he's really going at it. He's really trying to take advantage of this girl. And you're sure this is a family movie? I'm telling you, I feel like it's gonna be a classic. So then George really does save the day by standing up to Biff and punching him out. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, and then at that school dance, Marty's gonna play Johnny Be Good by Chuck Berry. Great song. And it turns out Chuck Berry's cousin is there, so he calls Chuck and he's like, hey, you know that new sound you're looking for? So Chuck Berry steals the song Johnny Be Good from over a phone. He does, yeah, fun little tidbit. But if Marty hadn't performed it, Chuck Berry would have come up with it word for word just a couple years later. Right, but now in this timeline, Chuck Berry's a plagiarist, so it's fun. Right, okay, I guess that's a fun moment. So anyway, now that Marty's ensured that his parents are gonna procreate, he has to go back to the future. That's the name of the movie. That last part of the sentence, yeah, not the whole sentence. Okay, so yeah, I actually did just think of a title that might be a bit better. Okay. What if we call it Spaceman from Pluto? Spaceman from Pluto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a real note that a Hollywood studio executive is giving. Let's call it Spaceman from Pluto instead of Back to the Future. Oh, I feel like, I feel like, you know, you know, God, no. Well, we'll see. Okay, to be discussed, I guess. So what else happens? Well, Doc and Marty need to use this famous lightning strike on a clock tower to power the time machine back to the 80s. Okay. And before they do, Marty gives Doc a letter informing him that he's gonna be shot in the future and he needs to protect himself. Oh, smart. But Doc is like, no, I cannot know any information about the future. The results could be disastrous. So he tears the letter up. Oh no. But then Marty's like, oh, I have a time machine. I could just go warn him in the future. Uh, very clever. Very clever. So he gives himself 11 minutes. Whoa, why would he give himself 11 minutes? Why not give himself a couple of hours or even days? Well, he's gonna give himself 11 minutes because it's more exciting this way. Fair enough. So is it gonna be tough for Doc to survive? Actually, it's gonna be super easy. Barely an inconvenience. Oh, really? Yeah, it turns out Doc taped the note back together, so he puts on a bulletproof vest. Oh, well, thank God he did a complete 180 on his passionate speech about knowing about the future. Yeah, it really worked out. So then Marty goes to see his family, and they're just completely different now. Oh, they are? Yeah, his dad's a super successful author, his brother has a great job, his sister has a good dating life. George is a rich author, and they still live in the same house? They do. The brother has a good office job, and he still lives at home? He does. Well, okay then. Oh, and also now Biff gets hired by George to wax his car. George 
hired the guy who tried to assault his wife? He did. He's like, ah, oh, that Biff is such a character. He's always trying to get away with something. Like assaulting his wife. Yeah, quite the character. And so now Marty gets to go on a date and he has a nice car. Now wait, so his entire family have had a different life, but Marty still has the memories and experiences of the original timeline? Uh, yeah, yeah. So what happens to the version of Marty that was living with the family on this new timeline that they were interacting with on a daily basis? Uh, so... Yeah, don't worry about any of that. Oh, okay, I won't. Great, so what do you think? Well, it sounds insane and inappropriate in several ways, but somehow I do think it'll be a classic. Oh yeah, nobody's ever gonna dare to even think about remaking this thing. <laughs>